and welcome to episode 5 of Addicted to Anime. I am Steven. I'm Jana. And we are the Polywagos, I guess, tonight. <laughs> and we are also joined by a cast of some people from Mega Paris and some from Fill in the Void uh, Radio Network. First off, we've got Anthony Mangos. What was it going? What was it going with for you, Tony? Anthony Ma- Mangoscon. Mangoscon could work. <laughs> Magna ter- Tony could work too. It's it's fucking terrible. <laughs> Good start. Yeah, and fucking we have uh, David uh, Costel Dodrio. How you doing, man? Good, good. Thank you for the uh, Pokemon name. Imagine if they did the PokeRap now with 718 of them. That would be a little bit ridiculous. Fuck, it's, it's ridiculous enough with 150. I don't want to hear one that big. Yeah. And, <laughs> of course, we have the one and only Sean to Walker. Hey, 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 hey. All right, so we're getting into a big discussion tonight about a series that we've all probably watched as a kid or played the video games or messed around with the trading cards, and that's Pokemon. And... First off, I got to ask you guys how you got into it. So, I'll go ahead and ask you first, Tony. How did you get introduced to Pokemon, and what do you? And yeah, what's the backstory behind that? A friend of mine was really into it, and I thought it was absolutely ridiculous. Um, he had a lot of like anime different things, and I never really paid too much attention. But I went over his house one day, and he was playing it. And he was on—I remember specifically—he was on Lavender Town. And he kept talking to me about how he was trying to catch a ghost and all this. And I was just kind of like, what the fuck is this about? Like, this is ridiculous, dude. Like, let's just go, like, fucking, I don't know, play outside or something. Like, (laughs) (laughs) And maybe, like, a month later or so, a different friend of mine somehow got me into it. And I can't remember exactly why, but I remember specifically, like, the next thing that I did was I went to the store, bought Pokemon Red, and I was on the phone with him going, like, all right, dude, what do I fucking do here? <laughs> and he walked me through, like, the first, I don't know, practically to, like, the first gym of, like, you got to pick Charmander, and you got to do this, and you got to talk to this guy. Did you see that guy? Yeah, ignore that guy. And, like, <laughs> like that crap. So then it just spiraled out from there. All right. So uh, how did you get into it, David? Uh, kind of the same thing as Tony said, like at the beginning, I thought it was really ridiculous because <clears throat> everybody was ha- had the cards, you know, and I kind of looked at it and I'm like, what the hell is the big deal? And then everybody would be freaking out over the rare hologram Charizard if they got one or, you know, then they'd be trading in school and one, one thing led to another and I'm like, all right, I'm suckered in. What do I do? So they... You know, I, I bought a couple of packs, whatever. Then it just got really addicting. Then, you know, I got I got red and blue because I think there were different Pokemon I think you could get with each one. I'm not 100% certain I remember that correctly. But I got both. Then I got both Game Boy Colors or two Game Boy Colors so I, I could trade with that dumb cord that you could plug between the two Game Boys. If I couldn't find one on red, and I found it on blue. I traded it back and forth, and it just kind of escalated from there. It was really funny because after a while, because it got so big and so distracting in school, they actually banned it from the school. The cards you couldn't bring in, you couldn't bring in your Game Boys to play it because everybody would be trading and getting all serious about it. And I mean, talking about it now makes me makes me sound so dumb because <laughs> it's just like what it's a card game how are you banning it from a school but either way i mean i i followed it for a while up until like i think the movie they introduced Mew, and then uh that was 
pretty much it. And again, it was 718. I really can't follow it all that much because, I mean, it was hard enough to keep up with 150. So I don't know how people do it. I don't know who does it now, but I don't know how they do it. I think it pretty much got banned everywhere. I know it was banned in my school. It I mean, was banned in my school as well. And Tony, same situation for you? Yeah. So. Yeah, it definitely was banned. And I don't remember if any like specific incidents happened that banned it, but they actually were a little bit relaxed at the end of the year. And they, you know, we got to like this point, because we're in sixth grade at the time. You know, people don't care. You watch movies and stuff at the end of the year. We got to a point where they were just like, ah, the hell with it. Just bring your games. You could trade Pokemon in the middle of class and stuff like that. <laughs> Okay, so, um, Sean, uh, what's the situation with you? How did you get introduced to Pokemon? Well, at the time when Pokemon first died, um, I recently moved to schools and I didn't have nobody to talk to because, you know, I'm anti-sociable. And um, this one boy started talking to me about Pokemon and we just clicked and that's how our friendship grew and to this very day I'm still friends with him, all thanks to Pokemon. <laughs> because we watched it on just before we used to go to school, like you know, and it was banned in my school as well because some kids knew got went missing and it ended up in some boy's tray. I don't know. I don't know how it ended up in my tray. All right, if it's just <laughs> a mistake, okay. I wanted it. I grabbed it. You know. See, if it was a ratatat, it wouldn't have like been a big deal. But fucking Mew, serious business. Uh. Yep. <laughs> all right. So, um, actually, John, I don't know how you even got into it. To be honest, I was seven years old, and I don't even completely remember. I must have been in maybe first grade at the time. I remember everybody was into it, just absolutely everybody. They watched the show, they played the games, they collected the cards. I didn't have a a console to play any games on, so I ended up uh, just collecting the cards and watching the show. And like all the other kids in my school, I was obsessed. I had all the Pikachu plushies. I had all the cards I could get my hands on. And just like everyone else said, it was banned at my school because nobody was paying attention and people were getting into fights over it. So there was that. I eventually grew out of it, honestly. Well, more like I was pushed out of it. But <laughs> <laughs> um, It's pretty much the same for me. Like It was kind of a combination of everything where I... I enjoyed the TV series after everyone told me about it, and then everyone had the video games, so I had to get a Game Boy Color and all the games too. And I must have put like way too many hours into like Pokemon Red because by the time I'd get done with it and ready for a new game, I clocked that many hours that the clock wouldn't actually count anymore. Wow. Yeah, so I was absolutely obsessed growing up with it, <laughs> and... It just led for me getting and spending way too much money on cards and various other things. So I've been a big fan, and that was probably when I was about four or five years old, I'm guessing. Yeah, because you're a year younger than me, so probably. Yeah, so um, if you guys listening in want to let us know how you got into Pokemon, the number you can call is 713-955-0363, or you can click the Skype button and you can contact us that way. Also, we've got a live chat going on. I see Steve Griffith, uh, Steve Griffith is back in there, and uh, he joined us for the Elfin Lead episode, which you can go back and check. Also, a big thank you to Pastel Bun Bun for uh, keep plugging us. Uh, they... Uh, sell pretty much all your kawaii desu needs and <laughs> um, so go and check them out they're a great little store and um, so moving on from there i've got to ask you guys the most important question who's your favorite pokemon and why tony uh we gotta go with Pe uh, pika blue 
I swear, man, you can get it by surfing around Cinnabar Island. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, I remembered that, and I fucking, uh, I got, like, the Pokemon manual, and, like, they list all the rumors and stuff, and that was one that I must have tried for hours, along with pushing <laughs> pushing the truck to get Mew's Pokeball. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, you know, it's kind of a tie between two people for me. Um, Charizard really got me into it, but I'm not really that much of a dragon guy, so I'm not sure exactly why. Uh, whenever there's other things to have dragons, like the uh, Desolation of Smaug movie that's been out and all that, I couldn't care less that it's a dragon. So I'm not sure why I like Charizard, but I always have. And for some fucking reason, I like Snorlax a lot. <laughs> it's Snorlax is living the American dream. That's why. Maybe, maybe that's like <laughs> I like idolized to Snorlax because that's where I want to go. With everybody just kind of goes, hey, he's kind of tough. Like <laughs> instead of look at that fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, so where do you uh, mention Fanboys Anonymous in uh, several years? Oh, Snorlax. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fond of Ditto, too. Ditto's cool. Well, Ditto's awesome because it can be whatever the fuck you want it to be. Right. But the best part about Ditto is all like the freaking memes where it's yeah. like a hooker and it's going, I can be whatever you want me to be. <laughs> I like his face, the two little dots, and that's like it. <laughs> yeah, it's because it's the one face that everyone can fucking draw. Steve has a ditto hat. I do have a ditto hat. I don't even know why I bought it other than it was like, shit, a ditto hat. I kind of need that. You know why you got it, right? Because it could be any kind of a hat that you wanted. If you wanted it to be a sombrero, it could be a sombrero. It could, it could be a Sherlock Holmes hat. It could turn into that. That's yeah, cool. someone looked at me and went, what a stupid hat. And I went, no, now it's a cool hat. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so David, uh, what's your favorite Pokemon and why? Uh... Well, I, I, have a, I have a tie as well for two. I liked Alakazam. Don't know why, but there was a certain, like, I believe he was on a show, on an episode, I can't quite remember. But there was just, like, something really odd and weird about him that I thought was just completely badass at the time. Like, yeah, all the cool, uh, it's not the spoons. Um, it, it's, it, it's just weird. I don't know how to explain it. Like, you know, everybody liked, you know, the Pikachus, the Charizards, Blastoises, and Venusaurs, all that other crap. But just, there was something about him. It's like, in theory, you really shouldn't have been able to beat him, ever. And there was just something really cool about Alakazam. But I also liked uh, Eevee. I, I just found a fascination with that Pokemon in the, in the sense that, okay, you can change into a water, electric, or fire Pokemon when you evolve. It, it was it was like a Jolteon, Flareon, and I believe Vape, Vaporeon. Right. So, I, I don't know. That was just really cool, too. It was like, oh. <laughs> you know, didn't know where you would go with that one. But those would be my two if I had to choose. So, uh, Sean, who is it for you? Is it a Shaunter? No, I, I got two as well. Um, one's Butterfree, just because, you know, Ash left it behind, and I felt sorry for Butterfree, and it was my favorite ever Pokemon. So I had to train it up, you know, get to level 100, beat the Elite Four with it. It's my go-to Pokemon. And um, the other one is Cyndaquil. <laughs> you know what's fucking sad as a kid when that uh, Butterfree episode came on? I actually legitimately cried. <laughs> but you're not the only one. You're not the only one. It was very depressing. I don't know if I would say I cried, but I know I was upset. <laughs> Such a fucking stupid, it's like, go Butterfree, be in the wild and be happy, and everyone's miserable. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Cyndaquil and Butterfree for Sean. So, uh, Jana? Mine was already said. I was, um, actually, I was only recently introduced to the Pokemon games. Uh, I only really watched 
the TV show when I was younger, and I was too young to really pay attention to the Pokemon, so I didn't pick mine until a few months ago, and I was going to actually just also go with Eevee, because it can be whatever the hell you want it to be, and I just find that so absolutely amazing, <clears throat> and I love it. And I know that's probably, like, really um, mainstream, but screw it. I like Eevee. Well, for my favorite Pokemon, it isn't actually Eevee, but an Evolution, and that's Vaporeon. And the reason I like Vaporeon, other than it looks cool as hell, is back when I used to play Pokemon Red, it used to be the one Pokemon that I used to be able to get to a level 100 quicker than any others. I don't know why, but at the time, I used to just destroy the Elite Four back when if you had Dig, Ice Beam, and Surf, you could fuck up anyone's team. So... Just back when it was so simple, Vaporeon was such a killer Pokemon, and I just fell in love with it from the get-go. So, Vaporeon is definitely my favorite Pokemon. So, um, and also Vaporeon's an asshole. You can uh, find that out by going to Asshole Vaporeon on Facebook. <laughs> so, um, we have... <laughs> we uh, have Steve uh, Griffith in the uh, chat, and he says... His favorite Pokemon is Lickitung. I'm not sure why, but I guess he likes the tongue action. Says Lickitung doesn't give a shit about what you think. <laughs> so far-fetched. Seems like a good enough reason. Seems legit. Alright, so we're actually going to get into discussing the anime, and I suppose we should, considering, you know, the whole fucking show's name's called Addicted to Anime. Yeah, probably. Yeah, so, um, the storyline, when you actually explain it to someone, it's kind of ridiculous. It's about a boy who's let to go adventure the whole of the country at the age of 10, capturing uh, creatures and making them fight each other so he can collect eight badges and then go into a tournament for people that have also collected these eight badges. And that trainer is Ash Ketchum. He starts his journey with Pikachu after he uh, wakes up too late and ends up not being able to get Charmander, Squirtle, or Bulbasaur. He ends up uh, meeting Brock, the gym leader of Pewter City, and Misty, the gym leader of Cerulean City, and traveling the Kanto region with them, and pretty much trying to become Pokemon Master. He has a rival named Gary Oak, who is a douchebag that drives a Corvette and has a cheerleading squad at the age of 10 for some reason, but makes him one of the best rivals ever. So I'm going to go around and just get your general thoughts on what do you think about the plotline and... Um, what does it do it for you? So, Tony, what do you think of the plot? You know, it's kind of uh, both ends of the sword. It's really ridiculous, but it's pretty classic and awesome at the same time. I mean, you can't really argue against the idea that it's odd and sort of dumb that 10-year-old is going around, and they're just like, here's your backpack, we got some clean underwear, go fight for your fucking survival and do this uh, task while you're at it. And, you know, if you slip off, the Pokemon kill you because they breathe fire and, you know, electrocute people all the time and all that. But it's cool. And no matter how many times you can be abducted by this criminal organization or whatever, we'll be like, so, how many Pokemon do you see? Uh, <laughs> but at the same time, when you're a kid, you have to identify with a kid. So, of course, they're going to make that a 10-year-old instead of a 35-year-old adult or something. <laughs> And uh, it's the spirit of adventure and fantasy and all that, so a little bit of leeway. Um, I always liked that as a kid, although there are aspects about the anime that I wasn't as big of a fan of compared to the video games, and I never really read any of the comics or anything like that, so I can't compare that. But 
one thing I did like about the show that separated it was I liked the idea that he didn't have to pick between the three starters, and he got them eventually anyway. Of course, he fucking gives them up, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, Pikachu's never been my favorite, but it was cool that he had somebody else because it was experiencing something different from the games. And then they did Pokemon Yellow, and then that goes out the window. <laughs> you know what's funny, though? The original intention was to have Clefairy as the main fucking Pokemon. How bad would have that been? That would have been so odd. It's like, here, Ash, here's this fat little pink blob. Have fun with that. So you got anything else, Tony? Nah, I'm sure we'll touch upon a lot of that stuff later on. All right, David, uh, what's your thoughts on the plot line? Uh, well, on the plot line, <clears throat> you know, I mean, you, you, you explain it now, and I hear it so many years later, and it's just like, Wow, what a terrible mother. You're just like, all right, get the hell out of the house. I can't wait for another eight years, so just get the hell out now. You know, all that kind of stuff. But, um, it, again, as a kid, you really didn't care because I, I agree with Tony. It was, it was the sense of adventure uh, that kind of appeased the audience and all over the world, you know, wherever Pokemon was popular and wherever it was aired. Um, you know, it, it, I didn't pay too much to the series much long after I started playing the games because it's just like, eh, screw him. I'm going to be able to uh, do my own shit when playing the uh, playing the games myself. I'm the Ash Ketchum, you know, this and that. But uh, plotline, you know, to a kid, it doesn't matter, you know, because they're going to watch whatever you put in front of them, and I did. And, uh, you know, I, I enjoyed it. You know, the show I thoroughly enjoyed up until a certain point, and you know, really can't really say much more of it other than that. All right, Sean, what's your thoughts on the plot line? Why, oh, why didn't it happen to me in real life? That's all I can say. When I was, <laughs> when I was ten years old, man, I was, I was very, ready to wear in go like me and my fucking dog. We were ready to explore the world. Oh. You know, television just lies to you as a kid, doesn't it? Yeah, you step out your door as a kid, and then you get abducted, and your dog's you get gone. beaten up. <laughs> well, they make it look so easy on TV. I don't yeah. think a kid would last two minutes out there. Yeah, I love. Yeah, it's like people getting electrocuted and shit, and they're okay for the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe Pikachu only does so many voltage. I don't know. I don't know. They don't think that deep into. No, it. they don't. So you got anything else to add, Sean, or is that pretty much it? It was a pretty fly show. I'm watching it high. It's just fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> pretty sure that's what the writers did when they were working on it. And yeah. sometimes I'm watching anime and I'm thinking, what were they smoking? <laughs> so, you know, I'm not even going to question it. Yeah, do you think, like, the, um, when, they, when they're fucking writing this series for Pokemon, they're like, who's that stoner? <laughs> oh, it's Jim. He's writing the plot tonight. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, what are we eating for lunch? What's that called? Funyuns! <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to sit in the meeting when they're coming up with the concept for Pokemon and just like how they came up with some of the most bizarre shit for this plot line. So um, moving on, Jana, what do you think about the plot line? To be honest, I think it was definitely made to appeal to children because just the very concept of a 10 year old getting to go out and do things all on their own. And let's be honest, when you're a kid, when you're a kid, you just all you want to do is grow up as quick as you possibly can and be a grown-up and just get out there and explore and do everything. But the moment you grow up, you're like, I kind of miss being a kid. 
But basically, I think it appeals to children for that reason, and it appealed to me for that reason. It's like, hey, I, I, I'm stuck here doing homework, but Ash is out there, you know, catching all the Pokemon and getting abducted and exploring, and I'm sitting here, I have a 8 o'clock bedtime, and it kind of sucks. So I think it appealed to everyone in that way. I think it's not as fun now that I'm an adult, but even though it's not as fun to watch, there's still that nostalgia to it, and... Every time I'm watching it, there's always that one moment where I'm like, oh, yeah, that brings back memories. I remember this. I remember watching it with my friend Lisa and stuff like that. So it's still important to me. It was my first anime, and I think it'll always be important to me. Yeah, I think it was definitely one of my first anime, too. And as far as the plotline goes, looking back on it now, it's totally ridiculous. I mean... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The concept that anyone would let their 10-year-old go out and capture wild, dangerous Pokemon and try and tame them and have them battle other ones, and it's just a whole bunch of silliness, but in the end, it's awesome as a kid, and it's some magical, mythical adventure that you just wish you could be a part of. Um, I remember, like, fucking, I had some gloves uh, for winter, and I ended up cutting all the fingers off, because Ash wore cut-off finger gloves, and <laughs> my mom getting, got, getting sick at me for it. So, um, I was totally absorbed into it as a kid, and as, and I, I guess it must be, I mean, it, I don't, I can't see the same appeal as it that I did back then, but it's just a great way for half an hour for you to just chill and not give a fuck and lose yourself in this crazy adventure. Um, so I'm going to move on now and we're going to discuss the characters. And if any of you guys want to phone in and let us know your thoughts on it, the number is 713-955-0363. That number again is 713-955-0363. So as far as the characters, this is a pretty decent range but for the first um season you had ash uh, misty and brock then you had ash misty and tracy who was some weird sketcher i which, never got past that yeah, misty when, and brock yeah stage. kind of a weird person that just sketched pokemon in hindsight that's kind of weird but uh and then after that they just changed up the cast every uh season and for me that kind of lost some of its magic but We'll talk about the original free cast, uh, Ash Ketchum, and I'm sure Tony loves that name since he loves puns. Um, Misty and Brock, who are all puns as well. So, um, Tony, what do you think about the main cast? Well, I gotta love the name. I mean, come on, Ash Ketchum. <laughs> That's so perfect and stupid that you have to love it. But he is a loser. Uh, he sucks <laughs> he's supposed to be the best ever and he never does anything he gives up his pokemon he fucking uh only wins gym badges because they just give it to him for some reason he never actually like beats people he doesn't know any pokemon he runs into so he's really uh an odd person to root for so i end up rooting for gary oak because he's the fucking man <laughs> like you said he's got like cheerleaders that hang around him and he's driving a sports car and all that and he's always a step up above uh ash and he's doing graffiti calling ash a loser and everything like that it, gary oaks the man um brock's got to be second best brock's cool he's always obsessed with uh nurse joy and uh, officer jenny and everybody and still ends up being more of a badass than the rest of them uh misty i never liked i don't know why she's just kind of a pain in the ass but there's a good balance of characters. 
where you can have you know the, the stupid people and then the more serious people and they always bump up uh against these other more serious trainers that like give them the life lessons and all that and it's really odd when they bring somebody who doesn't bring that to the table into the mix like that the tracy character and you're like who the hell is this dumbass <laughs> he's just kind of sitting around like a little jerk off and they, then they kick him off uh eventually because nobody likes him uh I don't know. I thought it was weird as a kid that Brock and Misty were two of the main characters because they just kind of gave up their gym leader status for that. And in retrospect, I don't know if I were working on the show, if that's what I would have done. I probably would have created two other extra characters instead. But, hey, Brock's cool. And Misty, she serves her purpose. We we had Steve Griffith message and he says, uh, wow, I just understand the Misty and Brock puns. Son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny how many things you just totally miss as a kid. It's okay, I didn't notice them until today. It's like, looking back at all the gym leaders, I didn't have a fucking clue that they were all puns. Like Lieutenant Surge. How the hell did I not get that I didn't get that either, it's okay. (laughs) But, um... Little extra, do you get that it's Light Surge? Oh, God damn it. <laughs> you blew your mind. It totally just blew my mind. Damn. That's why it's not Corporal Surge or something. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> so, uh, oh, you threw me for a loop. So, David, uh, what's your thoughts on the main cast, the uh, trio, and any of the other trios that you've seen? Um, I'm just surprised there was no sexual tension between Misty and Brock at all, ever. Uh, that's just well, one. Fair, she's got no boobs. So I can, what? I can see his point though. Brock is a lecher. Yeah, but Brock's like an adult. I'm sure it's pretty much pedophile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That point. Do they ever go how old Misty is? Oh no, I'm probably not much older than Ash by the looks probably of it. Probably not. Forty-two. What's <laughs> 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 the consent in Japan? Um. Anyway, so with with the with the main cast of three. It was good, you know, and with Ash, he was a loser. And with him being the main character, it was kind of showing people, hey, it's okay to be a loser. Which, if you're a kid, I mean, you know, and I mean, I know the show is addicted to anime, and, you know, a lot of, you know, everybody on here likes anime for one reason or another. It wasn't the popular choice of something to like in school. Um, so, I mean, with a character like Ash, it just made it like, oh, okay, cool. He's kind of an oddball, and it's okay to be an oddball. That's really pretty much what it was. And, you know, Brock taught me how to not act around women. And um, <laughs> Misty showed me what I do not want in a woman. So, I mean, it, it was it kind of served its purpose then and in my adult life. So it, it's, it's, it's been pretty good, a pretty fair trade-off, I would say, for everybody involved. All right, so Sean, what do you think? And uh, let's see if you can get through this without calling Misty a bird. <laughs> oh, you know that's going to be difficult. Um, yeah, um, the same goes with me with um, the likes of Tony. Um, I didn't get on with Ash. I was always a Gary Oak supporter because I, I, I never got why he released his Charizard. Why? Just, 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 just no. I think that's the biggest crime against Ash. It's like of all the Pokemon you released, fucking Charizard. <laughs> and um, Misty served a purpose for you know, just, just a ride of life, really, isn't it? You know, she, she was the local bike, and she gave up her bike. You know. <laughs> <laughs> 
And, and Brock, Brock, Brock was ace. I preferred Brock over Tracy. I never liked Tracy. The only thing I liked about Tracy was the fact that he had Cypher at all on that. <laughs> yeah, that is probably just, his only just, one winning just, attribute. No. Just, Random just question. No. Random question. I'm looking at the Pokedex right now. Uh, the little Pokemon that Misty always had, the Togepi, yeah. is that even an actual Pokemon? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Togepi evolves to Togetic and then Togekiss, which is one of my fucking favorite Pokemon. It's like a machine now. It is really badass. What number is Togepi? Not in the original 150, obviously. It's in the second one, but I ain't going all through that list to find out the number. I'm far from remembering numbers. There was a time back when I was a kid where yeah, I could list too. every number. Tony says it's number 175. He has, oh. the, he has the list up for some reason. There it is. Togepi and to- Togetech. Yep. Wow. Yeah, and then Toga, and then he got a third evolution, like, way down the line. Into, into a fat fat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just a fat blob of wings, but that fat blob <laughs> right. of wings kicks ass. I think so ugly like looking. The- that's not like about the new set. There's like all these evolutions, and they're all of a sudden in like the second set of like 150, like uh, Igglybuff, I believe, <laughs> is the evolution of Jigglypuff. Well, pre-evolution. Yeah. Oh, that's the pre-evolution. Yeah, they're like, fuck it, you get babies that's, now. That doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Yeah, baby Pikachus didn't exist until later. Yeah, it was Pikachus, like, yeah. it was like, so where's all these Pikachus coming from? Um, yeah, they just happened to all evolve coincidentally when you saw them. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> shit, where was I? So I just spoke to Sean and... Was he done? Sean, are you uh, done? Um, I, I've lost my train of thought, so yeah, I'd say I'm done. All right. right. Sorry, go on, David. No, I, I was just apologizing because I interrupted him because I thought about the Togepi. And that that was another annoying thing with uh, Misty, which is like, ah, oh, really? Now she she was kind of badass, and now all of a sudden she's very motherly. You know, and think you think about it years later, was she even suited to be a mother at that age or whatever? Or, uh, I Although know. I preferred May over um, Misty, though. May may have a bigger rack. I've saw very, <laughs> I saw very few episodes with May in it. I only saw a little bit, so I don't really have anything to say about May. All right, so Jonah, what do you think of the trio and uh, May's rack? Uh, <laughs> I'm sure May has a very nice rack, but I'm straight, so I don't really have an opinion of it. But... Uh, <laughs> I'm sure it's beautiful, though. Good to know you're straight. But, yeah, I should certainly hope so. I married you. But, um, to be honest, I only watched the first section, really, with Brock, Misty, and Ash. I think that, like was said earlier, Ash is kind of a loser. He, the first badges he did win, he didn't even win. They were just given to him, you know? And, but the thing is, if a kid were released to live on their own and do all this stuff, honestly, it's realistic. He loses all the time. He's heinously naive and has to learn things the hard way more often than not. But honestly, that's a little more realistic than Gary Oak, who just wins at everything. Probably if he, it's probably the only reason that he does win all the time is because he has a crap ton of money or something. But if a kid were released into the wild to do this stuff, it'd probably be more like Ash than Gary. I Misty's okay. She's just kind of Misty. All she cares about is her bike. But I kind of wanted to smack her for how mean she was to Caterpie. But um, Brock I enjoy a lot. I've always liked Brock. I mean, he's kind of a lecher, but he's, he's pretty cool. He was a neat gym leader, and uh, he was a little more badass in the beginning than I remembered him being. That's about it. Yeah, for me, I never really related to Ash. I always kind of got annoyed by him and 
looking back on it, I'm just thinking how much more of a badass Red is in the game and in the manga. I agree by with comparison. you. Mm-hmm. Ash is just so pitiful at some points, and he does learn everything the hard way. And if you, I've watched bits and bobs of the um, newer series, and he has he's not as naive as he used to be. And some of the more younger trainers that he's with, even though Ash never fucking ages, yet somehow he's less naive. Um, he's just, um, he's had character growth. It's just hard to That's really good. relate to it just because he doesn't freaking age and you don't really feel like you're on that much of a journey with him since there's a reset every goddamn series. Um, as far as Brock goes, he's awesome. Absolutely awesome. I used to get such a crack out of the uh, song they used to play where it used to be... Uh, a song about him basically hitting on Nurse Jenny and, uh, well, sorry, Officer Jenny and Nurse Joy. And he kept up that role until they got rid of him. And I don't care how racially offensive he is, he looks awesome. True. <laughs> Misty's a bitch. I got nothing to say about her. <laughs> so, um, the other one, the other characters I want to have a discussion about is probably... Team Rocket? Yeah, well, probably the most annoying trio in the whole series that gets so repetitive but are so beloved from just nostalgia is Team Rocket, <laughs> and that is James, Jesse, Meowth, and eventually Wobbuffet when they bring him into the fray. So uh, what's your guys' opinion on the child predators, as Steve Griffith would say, Team Rocket? Mango? Damn. I never liked Team Rocket at all. Oh. I hated the idea that Meowth had that stupid voice and was talking all the time and why didn't they ever explain how he could talk? I mean, eventually they did. I think they did. They did. They did. But at, for like all the time that they didn't, it was just bothering me. And I hated how every episode revolved around them. It didn't matter if it was a gym episode or just them stumbling across another Pokemon. It always was about Team Rocket coming out, trying to do something, stealing Pikachu or stealing another kind of a Pokemon or whatever it was. Ash doing the same crap. Oh, Pikachu, just Thunderbolt their ass, and then they'll fly away, and then they'll give you a badge or something. Like I hated that. That was the biggest flaw of the whole show, I think. They could have made actual episodes where he fought the gym leaders and he had to actually do stuff and not have to be completely revolved around Team Rocket. And I probably would have enjoyed it a lot more as a kid because even though Team Rocket's a huge part of the game, it's not the only part of the game. It's not like everything revolves around it. So they just annoyed me. So, and I, I believe the term is blasting off again, not flowing away. Ah, well, same thing. We're getting our asses kicked, and now we're leaving for another yeah. week. See you the see you same time next week as we repeat the exact same thing. And somehow get enough money to buy another fucking blimp or whatever it is. Yeah. So, David, uh, what did you think of the trio? Uh, I mean, it it is a nostalgic kind of character in this show because i mean as soon as you heard the music or whenever you heard i believe it was jesse that always started out their whole their slogan thing of uh prepare for trouble and make it double uh, it, it was like it, it was pretty funny after the first couple of times but then after after a while it was just like oh my god shut them up that's, <laughs> that's why that's why i found it funny whenever like at the very beginning or like towards the end of like the the misty brock era if you will of uh, Pokemon, they always had to rush their intro because everybody cut them off one way or another, which I found to be even more funny than them actually saying their line. So, I, I mean, it, it kind of annoyed me that Arbuck and uh, 
I think it was coughing, where there are two only Pokemon. I mean, of of other Pokemon in the world, you're only going to select them two when they get beat every time by Pikachu. And even a crappier Pokemon that Ash might have or Brock's Onyx or something. I mean, come on. You, you even thought about it then. You're like, God, why are you so dumb? <laughs> Do something different, you know, or whatever. But Yeah, I could never get my head around how Caterpie kicked both Coughing and Ekans' ass. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, and like, he was brand new too. He hadn't even been trained yet. Exactly. It makes absolutely no sense. It, it, uh, does it say that they're shitty trainers or that they're just really bad Pokemon and they're really not in the game? Oh, maybe Caterpie was really that awesome, and that's why Ash got rid of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's not allowed to have anything good. He's just like, dude, you kicked ass. I'm gonna get rid of you soon. <laughs> Can't have that hanging around my team. Hashtag team loser. Too much violence. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sean. So what did you think of Team Rocket? I I actually like Jesse and James. And that was the main reason why I purchased yellow out of yellow, blue, and red. Was because Team Rocket were actually in Pokemon Yellow. But yeah, Meowth is a badass. I didn't like the way he has a, a new character voice throughout the series. That threw me off for a loop when I was a kid. Very, very confusing. But yeah, uh, watching it back now on Netflix is 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 pretty damn bad. I kind of <laughs> know, but I kind of know the motto off by heart at this point. It's okay. I think we all. Do. I think we all do. <laughs> it's and I don't think I'm going to even try because it wouldn't do it any justice. Nope. <laughs> so um, I think but yeah, that... I I I like the black team rock as well. Butch and Cassidy, they were pretty fucking ace. What a terrible name, Butch. 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 <laughs> Who are you? I'm Butch. And he's so fucking slender and stuff where his fucking name doesn't even add to his You're character. You're just not Butch at all. <clears throat> you look more like a Bob. <laughs> but um, anything else to add, Sean? Team Rocket is better than Team Magma, just saying. Oh, God, the amount of teams they had. That's why, um, so, Jenna... If I'm going to be completely and utterly honest, I was absolutely, truly, utterly obsessed with Team Rocket when I was a kid. It was the only reason I actually even watched the anime, I think. I know it sounds silly, but I don't really know why. I can't say why. I don't know. I really love Jesse. I like James, but he ignored, he, uh, he annoyed me sometimes. I liked Meowth, but his accent really just pisses me off. Like, his voice just pisses me off, and I... I don't know why. I thought, okay, so you taught yourself how to talk, but in that accent. Where did you learn that accent? Like, all these people around you have Midwestern accents, except for you. What the hell? <laughs> but I love Jesse's backstory, and I I enjoyed James's, too. I felt like Jesse's was a bit more interesting, how she came from a poor family, and she wanted to become a nurse, but she was so dirt poor, she had to go to a Pokemon nursing school, and she failed. It was... It was kind of pathetic, but it, it was more interesting than a few other things that they've done in the series. So I like that they at least gave them a backstory. Yeah, I'm I'm a fan of Team Rock, and it's more nostalgia than anything, because looking back on it now, it's just so goddamn repetitive and it boring. It really is repetitive. Um, it's like, and the characters, when you actually look at their history, they had so much potential. James could have owned an Arcanine, a Gyarados, yeah. and if he actually bothered to train his Victory Bell and didn't give away his um, wheezing later on in the episode, 
he would have had a badass team. Think but... of what he could have done if he actually treated that Magikarp right. <laughs> that yeah. damn Magikarp. Lesson to learn from that is don't eat your fucking Pokemon. And don't uh, kick them. I know, you can kick them a little. But... <laughs> As far as uh, James goes, he had so much potential, and he was some like when you find out about his history, he's just some rich, snobby, whiny kid, and then he went criminal for just to not marry someone. Yeah, he it ran seems away really from home. Dumb when you find their history out, and Jesse's is just pitiful. But as far as our act, it got old. But when you look back on it, it's easier to look back fondly than it is actually looking at it now. Yeah. Yeah. Every time, like you said, every time you hear that music and this, the the motto, it just it, I feel like I'm seven years old sitting in front of the TV on the floor again. It's nice. But you know what it is too. I mean, it's like you're not following along with it this time. Now you can pick and choose. Like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna look something up on YouTube. And ah, this is so cool. Team Rocket intro. <laughs> you don't have to suffer through all that crap. Like it was just when their act got so bad and. Again, it's it, it, and I agree with uh, Mike that it's so much um, better now to remember it in fond ways than back in the day when it was just like, all right, enough, next villain. <laughs> all right, so is there any other characters like from any of the newer series that any of you guys are familiar with or you wanted to talk about or we pretty much set here? Um, I'll just quickly go around. Mango, anyone for you? I don't remember any other characters past that point. All right. Anything for you, David? Uh, the nurse and the cop. <laughs> I mean, it was just so funny how they all look the same, and yet it's always the most beautiful person that Brock has ever seen. That always cracked me up. And then I, I kind of like Professor Oak, too, in this series. He kind of reminded me a lot of um, Roshi with uh, Dragon Ball Z in a way of like, <laughs> okay, he knows everything, but he's just going to sit back and watch Ash pass or, you know, you know, succeed or fail on his own. You know, I, I always thought necessarily a bad thing. A no, bad thing. he yeah. was. Yeah, he was a badass character. He was just always a badass. That wise guy that lets you learn on your own because it's better to learn that way. Absolutely. So, uh, anyone for you, Sean? Yeah, who was the little shit who had the munchlax? Oh, you're the, on the, about the May's uh, brother, little brother. Yeah, Max. yeah, yeah. He was a pain in the ass. <laughs> so that, that's the main reason why I stopped watching Pokemon just because of that fucking character man so yeah once they got to the Hoenn region and they introduced May who was a fine character but then you had Max god damn he was an irritable little shit he was <laughs> he just wanted a headbutt didn't him yeah it was like god damn it can like Team Rocket actually succeed and like he die or get kidnapped or something and we don't <laughs> see him again <laughs> There's like a few characters during the series. It's like him and Tracy. They're probably the two worst characters ever in the series. I don't know this yep. uh, the Max character, but did he have as uh, equally as an annoying voice as a lot of the other ones where they're just kind of like, hi guys, how you doing? <laughs> he was just a very fucking whiny child. And if uh, you've heard whiny child voice actors, you can pretty much guess where it was. And yeah. he had no role. He wasn't trying to succeed in anything. It's literally, oh... My big sister's going on a Pokemon journey. I'm going to follow her. And the third wheel in this relationship. <laughs> so, yeah, he's pretty much just the annoying little brother that tagged along, and it's like the parents are like, eh, why the fuck not? <laughs> so... Yeah, we don't want to watch this kid. <laughs> you're ten, go out there. Yeah, it's you're like... four, you go out there, too. <laughs> you're ten, you're old enough to take care of a four-year-old child. Right. <laughs> yeah, but mom, I don't want to go on a journey with my little brother. Look after your brother, May. 
it's the extended version of when uh, parents tell their kids to go outside and play and don't come back until dinner. They're like, go outside and play and don't come back ever. <laughs> <laughs> so has anyone got any other characters or are we moving on? Um, when did you want me to tell that story about why I stopped oh, watching? Oh, I've got a... Uh, we can save that for afterwards. I've okay. still got a bit more on the anime. Okay. As far as... Um, the one I want to go to now is favorite moments and... There's certain points in the anime that's going to stick out to us all that we just got to chuckle from. What was it for you, Mango? There's a couple things. Um, I really liked how Ho-Oh popped up in the first episode. That was something that really got me interested because at that point we hadn't seen anything with Pokemon uh, Gold and Silver. So that's a good way to make people tune in by showing them a Pokemon that does not exist. And then, of course, uh, I joked earlier about the whole Peekaboo thing. Then it was like, oh, can you find them in the game? Let's just try to fucking find them and let's try to fly into areas we can't fly and all that. And, you know, kids are gullible like that. Um, I liked when Charizard started to listen and actually became the badass that he could have been before he got just uh, tossed aside. Um, I'm thinking about title in this episode is Fuck You Ash, you got rid of Charizard. Why did you get rid of Charizard? I never watched that. Because he's like, eh, fuck it, Charizard, you should go fight and train with these other Charizards, even though I'll probably need you. Right. Uh, and a moment so that, like, it has been passed around with memes and stuff for a, a long time, but really, at the time when I watched it, did not phase me at all, and I'm surprised I didn't laugh at it or whatever, but now I think is epic. The drying pan. <laughs> I'm going to use my best. frying pan as a drying pan. That is why I, that's specifically why I would like Brock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I did that um, anime people's champion tournament, which is down to like the semifinals now, okay, uh, that's the picture I used of Brock holding up the drying the pan. <laughs> like they should have just given him gym badges for that if you're gonna toss them aside for, for no reason. Just be like, dude, that's a great pun. Here's like fucking I don't know, you're king of Johto or something. Like when you mentioned Brock, I was expecting you to um come out with uh, the fucking jelly donuts. The jelly donuts. <laughs> that was so ridiculous. Those look funky look jelly like donuts. Jelly donuts. Those those are rice balls for kids. Come on, get your act together. <laughs> I, what I don't get about that is like. Americans eat rice. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like it's something really specific for, like, Japanese culture or something like that, where people would be like, oh, uh, I don't know that this is necessarily even Japanese, but, like, pho or po or whatever it is. If you had something like that, then it would be like, okay, wait, what? What are you eating? You just call it spaghetti. But jelly donuts? Where, you see, Yeah, it's not like we don't eat rice over here. Right. They could have even called them rice balls. Uh, rice cakes or something like that. Yeah. It been, oh, okay, maybe oh, that's yeah, a little bit weird. Probably get but... away with it. Yeah, <laughs> but those are some odd-looking jelly donuts. If that's the case, and that's a horrible diet for those kids. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, David, have you got? Are you done, Tony? Yep. Okay, so, uh, David, have you got any uh, favorite moments from the anime that you want to point out? I mean. I don't have a real favorite moment that kind of made me chuckle. I mean, again, anytime Brock was just like, oh, my God, Nurse Jenny, you're the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. You know, that that always got a chuckle out of me and, you know, whatever. But I was going to talk about this, with, you know, with uh, I think my favorite Pokemon episode. I mean, I'm probably we're probably going to am I jumping the gun here? Or? No, you can go ahead. OK, it really isn't a moment because the whole episode was a moment for me when Pikachu was in 
mid-evolve, like, or he was in the process of about to evolve into Raichu, and then Ash is kind of, like, telling him, don't do it. And then at the end, when Pikachu finally decides, like, eh, I'll just skip the evolving, and then I'll I'll stay as Pikachu, because I think there was the concern of Pikachu's attitude changing, and it'll be a completely different Pokemon. He won't recognize Ash or something. Like, that whole episode gave you the feels of, like, Oh my god, you might even be witnessing the ending of like something epic here on this show. And um gives you goosebumps. I don't know, that, what? Gives you goosebumps. I know, and then when he finally decides to stay, she's like, Oh my god, this is so cool. <laughs> Back when you're a little kid, it's just because I remember watching the episode, I'm like, Oh my god, what the hell's going on? What is going on? <laughs> and just all of a sudden ugh. So I don't know. That I mean that whole episode to me was like, oh, man, that just – it tears my heart just to think about it now. It plays with your emotions, man. It really does. But that that's it for me. N- right. not, nothing too adventurous. All right, Sean, so what's your favorite moments from the anime? Uh, my favorite episode um, or favorite moment of the anime was um, the bug capture, you know, the metapod trainer. Mm-hmm. Doing, what about um, the samurai one? The samurai one, yeah. Oh, he's such a douchebag. <laughs> where they both used hard. It was when Caterpie finally evolved into Butterfree. That episode, man, I, I just, I just love the fact that both of them are trying to outdo each other with Harden. Oh my god! Yeah. It's so cheesy. It's so cheesy. Oh yeah. Yeah, they're like my better parts way harder than yours. <laughs> 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 yeah, you're really I showing the evolution right there. My heart. Oh, so. That goes back to the um, the writers smoking pot before they did the episode. <laughs> <They're> like, dude, <laughs> I don't yeah. have like two metapods too hard the whole time. People totally get it. <laughs> yeah, fucking. The best thing is, as kids, we totally fucking ate it up as well. Right? Yes. We're just like, do you see what they both used hard and they were so hard? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so you got any? Uh, you got any of I I I do like the sad moments in in the Pokemon series. The the, the very upsetting ones, like like when Ash traded his Butterfree for um Eradicate. Oh yeah, I remember that. That was that was a bad episode, but it was a sad episode because he missed his Butterfree, so they had to trade back. And you see what happened? The karma that he got for that, the ship sank. Yep. <laughs> So, uh, anything else, Sean, or are we moving on? Yeah, you can move on. I uh, just want to know how much did James pay for his fucking magic cup? Well, like how much? Bit. How much do they make you pay in the game? Is it like five hundred poka dollars? All I know is he had to not only use his his pay, but he had to use Jesse's pay too <laughs> to get it, and she was super pissed. <laughs> hey, it had a golden pokeball. It did have a golden pokeball, but it was only gold plated. Yeah. So, favorite moments for you, Jonna? Well, actually, the episode where the fit, where the um, ship sank was, actually stands out in my mind for some reason. It's probably because I owned that episode on VHS when I was a kid. But I loved everything about that episode. I loved them walking across the fire on the vine whips. I loved them, uh, everything being upside down. I loved the fact that everyone escaped, but then Jesse and James are stranded there with a magic cart. I just loved everything about it. Um... Gotta love all the times James has cross-dressed. So yeah, I'm still disappointed that the one like they four kids censored the inflatable boobs. 
<laughs> there you go, Sean. What, who's got a better rack, May or James? Go <laughs> <laughs> with James on this one, bud. <laughs> cool. Oh, oh. damn, there's just one episode where fucking James is cross-dressing, and because he's um, obviously got a male voice, the only thing he'll say is, cool. <laughs> it's so fucking dumb. Um, one... The episode where, he, where James kisses Ash as well, where when he's cross-dressed. Where... Where he does what to Ash? He kisses Ash on the cheek and I he doesn't realize. <laughs> wow. I think it's it's like I, I think it's like episode thirty-two on Netflix. I'm I'm pretty sure. We're gonna have to watch that now. Yeah. So, is there any other moments that stick out for you? Uh, just the Garrod the magic card getting kicked off of the side and turning into a Gyarados and them landing on that giant mechanical Pokemon island. I don't know why, but because I watched that one the most when I was a kid, it just really sticks out to me a lot. And that's pretty much that's pretty much it. For me, as far as my favorite Pokemon episodes go, it's actually one that was mentioned by David earlier, was the Raichu vs. Pikachu episode. I thought that battle was absolutely awesome, how Pikachu had to use all its speed attacks to outmaneuver the Raichu and defeat it. And the other of my favorite of her episodes are is when Ash actually finally beats Gary in um, I think it's the uh, Silver Conference tournament, and it ends the final round as Gary's Blastoise as it's revealed he actually started with a Squirtle, and fights Ash's uh, Charizard, and Charizard manages to pull out the win even though it has a type disadvantage. The only other episode that sticks out in my mind is, and I don't even remember what season it's from because it's an episode I solely watched because I heard about the battle, and it's uh, Ash fighting Articu- uh, fighting an Articuno um, with his Charizard, and what they uh, basically at the end of the Pokemon games now they normally have like a area where you have to do a whole bunch of Pokemon challenges. The Battle Frontier, that's what it is. And that's what Ash entered, and he ended up having to fight an Articuno with his Charizard. And the battle is cool as hell, so even by today's standards, I enjoyed that episode. So those are a few moments that stick out for me as far as the anime goes. So um, we've talked about what we like, and is there anything that you haven't mentioned previously that you did lower an episode or a moment that you absolutely just hated during this uh, anime? You, You, Tony? Uh, we talked about releasing the Pokemon, um, not winning the gym badges, other than through some convoluted bullshit. Um, Team Rocket being all over the place and all that. There's three things, though. Uh, Pikachu is way too overpowered. I never liked that. He's uh, losing these fights to these uh, trainers that really, I mean, if you go from the context of the game, you should be able to beat really easily. Just because they're new, he has to lose to them. And then at the same time, he's able to like light up an entire goddamn town with a thundershock and stuff like that. I never liked that, uh, mostly because I just wasn't the biggest Pikachu fan. And um, what the fuck are the Orange Islands? <laughs> that pissed me off so bad. I'm going, oh man, the next game, they're going to have the Orange Islands. It's going to be this big thing. Nope. Just this pointless extra storyline. It was just dumb. I hated that. And not enough Della Bird. Yeah. <laughs> Seems legit. Yeah. <laughs> Mixed between uh, Penguin and Santa Claus. You gotta like that guy. <laughs> <laughs> David, anything you absolutely hate? I hated how it always seemed... Well, I mean, it was a good and a bad, but it annoyed me how it almost seemed like... Um... Oh, what was that star Pokemon that Misty had? Star you and star me. The star, the star you was the uh, 
evolution or was it Starmie? Starmie was the evolution. I'll start you if you start me. He could never be beaten. Ever. Could never, ever. It just seemed like he could never be beaten. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, that really is it for me. Because, I mean, if it was annoying, if something was annoying other than Toke- Togepi, that, that kind of annoyed the crap out of me, just that Pokemon's existence really annoyed the crap out of me. Um, there really wasn't anything that annoyed me because, I mean, I, I didn't pay attention to the bad. I just paid attention to the good. And other than Team Rocket being boring, you know, nothing really bothered me too much. All right. For you, Sean, what pissed you off during Pokemon? Oh, are we talking the series, uh, the TV series or the video games? TV series. Uh, TV series, um, the fact that Ash's Pikachu could beat Rock-type Pokemon really pissed me off. Yeah, I noticed that. And, and even in the movie, in the first Pokemon movie, where Ash's Pikachu beats Golem with a Thunderbolt. That's, <laughs> that's legit. That's kind of iffy. Kind of iffy. Yeah, there's a Pokemon parody um, by, and they call themselves One Kids Entertainment. And... Fucking, like, the whole storyline when Ash overcomes all these odds like Thunderbolt in uh, Onyx, he's just like, Pikachu, you cheat! <laughs> they, just, they come up with some obscure ways to, like, define how Ash defeats opponents, like Pikachu using flight and shit. So, uh, if any of you guys not seen One Kid's Entertainment, you should check it out. Is there anything else here that stuck out in your mind that you hated, Sean, or was that about it? Well, that's about it for the TV series, but for the video games it was no tank on um pokemon Soul solar <laughs> fucking pokemon man <laughs> fucking roll out man that's that move should be banned you saying you don't like mill tank mill tank oh, piece of shit <laughs> time mill tank <laughs> you should have had to cry from the video game <laughs> i wish i had it um so jana anything you hate from the There's... tv series not so much something I hate, it's just something that bothers me that you've pointed out to me a million and one times, I know it bothers you too, in the Pokemon opening when Zubat is carrying what Pokemon? Squirtle. Squirtle. It's got no how fucking is, limbs. How is Zubat carrying Squirtle? How? It, it just <laughs> really bothers me. Like, I'm hoping like they just fucking like got some double-sided tape and some shit and just <laughs> attached it because it makes no sense. <laughs> And as I said before, the fact that Meowth has a different accent than everyone else just really bothers me. Like, I just don't understand how that's even a thing. And that's pretty much it for me. I I don't remember as much as a lot of other people, I think. For me, stuff I disliked is just how repetitive the episodes got with Team Rocket. I would have loved a focus on the main plotline about being Ash trying to beat these gym leaders and focusing on more of the battle mechanics and just making the episodes a little more excited, uh, exciting other than, oh, I'm going to beat you, Jim Leader. Oh, God damn it, Team Rocket ruined it. It, <laughs> just, it just got old. So I did, that's probably the main thing that stuck out that kind of pissed me off. There's a few characters I dislike, but that happens in any show. So yeah. as far as stuff that I really hated, and it was probably just how driven the storyline was on Team Rocket having to be inter- intervening in so often and some of the other teams that they had later like Team Magma, Team Aqua and etc 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 none of them seemed that serious or anywhere near as memorable as Team Rocket so for me that's probably one of the things I hate the most and the last question I got in regards to the series for you guys is 
do you guys still watch and I'm guessing no for most of you is it because you've outgrown it is it just because it kind of pissed you off got boring why do you watch it or don't watch it Tony well this is kind of counterproductive to uh, the whole point of the show or whatever but I never liked the fact that it was an anime I don't like the anime style so that always turned me off about it and it never went anywhere nothing was ever accomplished he never became this uh, great Jim, uh, not Jim Leader. He never became a great Pokemon trainer. He never would uh, really learn anything. It just sort of reset every week, and that used to bother me. And of course, I kind of just outgrew it. It's aimed to kids, and it, Pokemon's still awesome in theory to me. And I still want to eventually find the time to play uh, X and Y. But the show really hits you over the head with the aiming towards kids kind of thing. So it's tough to, to stick to that. It's not the same as like The Simpsons or Family Guy or any of those other kind of cartoons where, sure, they're a cartoon, but they are aimed towards adults, older, uh, older audiences as well. Even the superhero kind of stuff, Justice League and all that, you can still kind of apply that to adults, but Pokemon's really uh, a tough one to sell in that regard. So outgrowing it and uh, not being a fan of the stock. All right, did Tony just cut out for you guys too? Uh, yeah. Okay, I think we've lost Tony, but he'll join us uh, whenever he gets back to joining us, I guess. So, uh, David, are you watching? Uh, no, I, I can't even remember the last time I watched it. I mean, a lot of it really was I outgrew it. And to be kind of honest, after a while, I got more out of just following the game rather than following the TV series. You know what I mean? Um, it it kind of it, it, that's what it did for me, if that makes any sense. Like, okay, I can follow it easier by going. I go there, you know, to these towns and win my own badges, like I was saying before at the beginning. So, I don't know. I, I agree. So, I, and I agree with Tony that I would really like to play X and Y because I was, I really was into the games, and I wish I could find my, um, um, so I could play them again. You know, the red, blue, and yellow. And I would even like to try X and Y, but um. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Okay, so Sean, so what's your situation with the anime? Are you watching still? Not watching? Outgrew it? I, I'm rewatching it. I'm rewatching it on Netflix, like I said. Um, I'm halfway through the first series, and they've only got the first series and the latest series, which is kind of weird. Yeah. Put one black and white, so I got to I got to watch that. And um, for the um, video game wise, I, I played all the video games. I still do to this very day. I still play Pokemon, Pokemon Stadium on the N64, because I'm not sad. So you're pretty, <laughs> so you're pretty much just rewatching the series, and um, pretty much, yeah. And um, Pokemon X and Y was very, very boring and dull so for you, me. You're not. I, I, did, I, I didn't enjoy it. I preferred um, Pokemon Black One and Two to over X and Y, but but um, we're we're gonna touch on the video game shortly. Um, so. Well, I already know the answer for you. You barely, John and me, kind of outgrew it, and then we started. This is where I talk about Eric. Um, you know what? We can segue into this. Uh, as far as me, I got just outgrew it and got bored of it, and I didn't appreciate the newer series compared to the older ones. The art style wasn't there, the, ca the characters weren't there, and the story wasn't there. 
And for Jana, half the reason she stopped watching was for this little story. Um, when I was about nine years old, there was a boy in my class that very obviously had a crush on me. And he would stare at me day in and day out and make the weirdest little faces. And he was also obsessed with Pokemon. But it was to the point where he wouldn't speak English anymore. If the teacher or another student asked him a question, he'd answer with Pikachu. Like, all he said was Pikachu. I'm not even joking. Oh, it's all oh, he... Fuck. That's how he talked for months. Like, he Are you serious? I'm serious. All he would say was Pikachu. And I remember it kind of creeped me out. It bothered me a little. And I had a crush on a different person at the time. So I was more interested in him. And I told my mom about it. And my mom was like... Well, you should try to gross him out, you know, if, you know, pretend to pick your nose or something. So I go in, I pretend to, he's staring at me, so I pretend to pick my nose, and he liked it. <laughs> oh. And he started laughing and smiling, and I go home, I'm like, thanks a lot, Mom, he liked it. But <laughs> all he would do for months would stare at me and say Pikachu, and I ended up just not watching the anime anymore because it really creeped me out. Then years later, I ended up... Um, meeting Steven online and um, he moved here of course from England and uh, he, I saw how obsessed he was with the video games and I took an interest in it again and I, I kind of picked it back up again and it you know obviously that boy's probably grown up and he's probably you know moved on with his life I hear he's perfectly laughing fine. is like some big ass furry in a Pikachu costume from what I hear he's in a mental institution from what I hear he's perfectly fine and he's got a good life um he's grown up and now he says Raichu <laughs> <laughs> but you know I started watching it before when I knew we were going to be doing this podcast I started we started rewatching it on Netflix and I've been enjoying it it's really nostalgic and I enjoy playing the games a bit more than I like watching the anime though <laughs> So uh, I, I think I still feel a little weird about it. <laughs> so yeah, it's a good way to scar you from something. So uh, if any of you guys have got any crazy stories, feel free to call in at seven one three nine double five zero three sixty three. So this is pretty much an open discussion now. Where um, what? Steve Griffith said, "Call him what you will, dude's got dedication." <laughs> fair enough fair enough alright so uh, this is pretty much an open panel for you any of you guys to uh, tell us any stories that you have or um, tell us what your thoughts are on the video game the trading cards um, or if you're like pissed off with this, um, this like Pokemon becoming from 150 to 700 pretty much an open platform before we close the show to get anything off your mind in regards to the Pokemon franchise Tony you know what uh it's kind of tough. Um, Pokemon's one of those things where I really just kind of keep paying attention to over the years, but in different regards. I don't follow what the Pokemon are, and looking at that list of the Pokemon that I have up here, it's kind of confusing the hell out of me. There's something called a Clef Key. It's just a, a set of keys is a Pokemon now. Apparently that's good enough. Yeah, I feel like they're running out of things. Right, and it the more time that goes along, the more it bothers me about that kind of stuff. Um, I don't like the idea that we have repeats of the same idea, but they don't have a third evolution for something. Like, there's something that looks like a Tauros, and it's, why isn't this the evolution of Tauros? And 
that irks me as I get older because the more creative stuff that I do and the more overseeing of projects that I do, the more I'm into the organization of things and the more I just kind of um, – I don't have that same – mentality as I did as a kid where it was just like, oh, cool, new Pokemon. This is awesome. I, I don't care what they are. It's just a cool new idea. I'm like, why didn't they plan this out a little better? And why didn't they do this and all that? So the, getting older is really kind of taking its toll on Pokemon for me. But at the same time, it's such a classic, awesome idea that I don't think I'll ever really like turn to disliking it in any way. I can outgrow it as much as possible and I can, you know, not watch the show or not be able to name past the uh, gold and silver generation of Pokemon or whatever. But it's still just uh, that nostalgic thing from my childhood that I'm always going to love no matter what. All right. So uh, that's Tony's closing thoughts on it. David, have you got anything as far as video games, trading card stories or just thoughts like Tony had on the oversaturation of the Pokemon? Yeah, I mean, like I said to you before, you know, uh, when this panel was even being brought up, I just couldn't believe when I saw the Pokedex and there was over 700. Like, I thought there was 1,000 or something. But, you know, and I agree with Tony in a sense of, like, I I agree that, um, so, like, if, if it ever catches my eye, I'll watch it a little bit. Like, if I happen to find it on TV, I'll watch it a little bit. I don't have Netflix anymore, so I don't. You know, I, I don't watch that. Otherwise, I would. Um, the games, I mean, again, I, I, I really can never get bored of the game. Uh, like I said before, I would really like to try X and Y. If not for nothing else, then just to, you know, just to, just to entertain myself a little more. But um, the only thing, the other thing that really pissed me off about the cards is every pack, it always seemed like you got two Pokemon and the rest were like a fire uh, or you know a red or a green card or an electric card or a water card like it really annoyed the crap out of me you got more utility pieces than you did the actual pokemon itself and then once you get the rare piece of like oh cool we only got one utility card and the rest are actually pokemon but then the pokemon turn out to be the one that you have a thousand cards of caterpie, caterpie and you know um Oh god, I can't even remember what like a Goldeen, Diglett. Diglett was the most common one, which annoyed the crap out of me. But um oh, the one that always eluded me was the Charizard. Ugh, a hologram Charizard. But anyway, I, I don't want to talk about my uh, sad experiences with the card game. I and once what me and Sean didn't steal one. I think everyone wanted the holographic Charizard. Even I, I did. I, I, I traded I go ahead, what? dude. What what did you trade it for? I ended up having a friend that really just didn't pay that much attention to how much that was worth in comparison. And I traded him like a bunch of stupid shit that I had for like toys. Like uh, I had this little dumb um, basketball hoop net game thing that I got at like, you know, an amusement park as like a prize or something like that. I traded him like that. I traded him a, this book of like childhood insults, like your mama jokes and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> this like just I don't know, goodie bag of like a bunch of crap that really like, uh, in I comparison was, I was gonna throw this out anyway yeah like it's it might have been worth like 10 bucks total and it was just kind of like yeah sure yeah you're trading me like 20 different things for uh charizard fine and i'm like all right dude <laughs> that's awesome but I, you know what though like after a while i upgrade you know, i don't even consider it an upgrade and it's kind of dumb for me to say it but i also collected the um 
to Japanese cards when they released those in the United States. Um, I believe I got a hologram Zapdos in both, and I was completely okay with that because whenever I had a battle with somebody, I always had that in my back pocket. But then when somebody had the hologram Charizard, I was screwed. At it. I just I couldn't do anything for whatever reason. But um, yeah, I, I you know it it if not for nothing, even if I never play another game again, who the hell knows? But um. Yeah, it will always hold a very fond place in my heart for it, – it gives me childhood nostalgia. A lot of what my childhood growing up was, you know, getting a little older, I believe fifth and sixth grade was when I was really into it. Um, yeah, I, I just I, I just don't know how I can't not like it at this point. So, I mean, it'll, it'll always be there with me whether I like it or not. <laughs> Alright, so uh, Sean, what's your closing thoughts? Anything on the game, cards, stories, oversaturation of Pokemon, whatever it be? Uh, well, I'll start off with the cards. Um, do you remember the Dark series that they released? Like, the Dark Charizard, Dark Team Rocket cards? And yeah, shit? No, you had like the fucking evil Professor Oak and shit like that. Yes. Yeah, I had, I had a Dark Charizard, right? And everybody said that it was fake because it was the, the Team Rocket Charizard version. So I ended up ripping it up throwing it in the bin i know i regret it i regret it to this day and um what since when has pokemon become digimon with all these mega evolutions and shit (laughs) that's that's my biggest gripe with it it's it's like pokemon has suddenly become digimon and i i was i was a fan of digimon but i used to escape digimon to watch pokemon (laughs) and now they've merged as one (laughs) that's it's and like don't get me wrong, Mega Charizard Y is pretty boss, like, but you know, yeah, it's just a fucking Charizard. It gets a pass on everything. Like. Yeah, <laughs> but but you know, you got stupid cards that don't need Mega Evolution. You know, <sighs> I wish I'd ever played Pokemon X and Y. It doesn't <laughs> exist to me. <laughs> that bad? It was that bad. It was so boring. I, I shit you not. It's, it's set in France. Well, I, I played it, but like I, I found it. I tell you, you know what? You're not too wrong because I put that on that game for like two months and never picked it up, and then completed it later. So yeah, the, that's the first time I've ever done that. With that's a Pokemon the longest game. I've ever seen you go without playing Pokemon. <laughs> I played it. I enjoyed it, but I mean, I put it down for long periods of time as well. So yeah, continue, Sean. But yeah, and um, my first time I ever played um, Pokemon Stadium on my N64. I oh, shit you not. God. My N64 lit up in flames. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it started to smoke. Obviously. It, started, it started to smoke, and I was, I was fucking screaming the place down. Were you playing as Magmar by chance? No, I just put put the cartridge <laughs> in, turned it on, and next thing you know, the cartridge started smoking. Did you put in uh, Pokemon A to W instead of X? <laughs> God. That's terrible. And, and, I, and I corrupted my Pokemon Yellow data, my Pokemon Save data, which is like have like a hundred and twenty hours saved on it by dropping it in a pint of milk. What? I dropped my cartridge in a pint of milk when I was like ten or eleven, and I wiped my entire data by dropping it in a pint of milk. 
I don't know how your fucking N64 set on fire because quite literally, my dad has like redone the ceiling and replast it and not covered up my N64 and had all the shit land on it. Works perfectly fine to this day. It's like I've brought it from country to country. Works perfectly fine. Your set's on fire. <laughs> Watch, I'll turn it on like next week and it's on fire. But, that would uh, be our luck. Yeah. So you got nothing else, Sean? No, nothing. Nothing bothersome. All right, Jana. Um. Yeah, I think. The only thing I really had was that little story about Eric. Just, it's always going Pokemon will always be important to me. And like he said, you can outgrow it, but that doesn't mean I've stopped liking it. It's, um, it's always going to be pure nostalgia to me. That very, very, very first anime. And it just means a lot to me. And, uh,. I, I outgrew it for a while, but that wasn't really the anime's fault. That was me being creeped out by somebody. <laughs> so. Alright, so for me, I'm a big, huge video game buff, and I love the Pokemon series. Um, I've had a bit of a love-hate relationship with some of their more recent releases. Still my favourite game is probably Red and Silver. I think those two really hit the nail on the head and were a lot of fun. And they actually had a continuous story, but after that, they all just kind of seemed like individual titles that never tied into anything. So that was a bit disappointing. The trading cards, um, like Sean, I stole a card or two if I really wanted it because I was absolutely obsessed over it. And it became that often that cards got stolen that they were actually banned at my school because of that reason. And that pretty much got Pokemon banned in general. Um, I've got no fun stories over it other than probably with me with my freaking um, toys as a kid. My Pokemon toys, I used to scatter them around the backyard so I could find them like a Pokemon trainer. <laughs> God. That's cute. But, um... Uh, oh, little, little way go doing that. <laughs> yeah, back with... Little scamp. <laughs> Catch them all! <laughs> yeah, they still said cut them too. Oh my God. <laughs> I bet your parents would have been pissed if you didn't catch them all, and they're just like, you just threw your toys out, you don't have them anymore. <laughs> well, actually, I lost Gengar for about five weeks, and then I found him, like, in the fucking pond <laughs> at the bottom of the garden. What? Like, ah, that's where it is. Did you use an old rod? Is that how you got him? <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> um... So yeah, the only other thing is I think some of the Pokemon designs have got lazy and that comes with the oversaturation where ice they... Ice cream Pokemon. Yeah, like fucking an ice cream Pokemon and it's got multiple and its evolutions are just more ice creams attached to it. Dig like really? the trio went, enough said. Magma, Magma Light and Magma Tom. Come on. You see, that's okay for the first lot, but then when they actually do that and they and they come up with ice cream as the gimmick. And the trash Grimer Pokemon. Grimer muck. Oh, uh, yeah, one of their newest Pokemon, Trubbish. Don't go this, just in Trubbish, man. And, My Trubbish will kick your ass. And fucking whatever Trubbish's evolved form is, um, Garb... Uh, I can't remember pronounced goddamn Garb name. Garb it? God, I don't know, but it's a, like it's just a bag of slimy, greasy trash. Really? Who the fuck Wait. wants that? The only thing they did right is give it a poison type. Yeah, you know that they were that. sitting around a conference table just going, ah, oh, fuck, we need like ten more... Ah, what did you eat for lunch today? Ah, I had some ice cream. Dude, ice cream, three where you're there. All right, uh, what'd you do after it? Well, you know, I didn't eat all of it, so I threw the rest in the trash. Dude, two more right there. <laughs> That's how I used to this. I'm waiting for a cell phone Pokemon, man. <laughs> what God, now that you said that, it's going to come out. What would you call a cell phone Pokemon? Well, there's already a magnet Pokemon. It wouldn't completely... Yeah, fucking... Man, there's some terrible ideas out there, but at the same time... 
it's become such a big part of uh, my childhood, and I still play it today, that Pokemon's got a special place in my heart, and it's always going to have. Even if it's just going back for nostalgia or trying out the new games and seeing if I like it or not. So, for me, Pokemon is always going to have a special place in my heart. So, guys, I'm going to go around and I'm going to let you get your plugs in. Um, so, Tony, what do you got going on? All right, guys, check out fanboysanonymous.com for everything geek-related, all the other podcasts and everything that we have there, as well as the articles that we are looking for more contributors, as always. So if you're interested in writing for different kind of topics like video games and movies and comic books and all that other kind of nonsense, hit that up. Uh, you can check out wrestling-related stuff that I have on smartoutmoment.com. And just to keep it a little bit short, if you go under A Mango Tree or Tony Mango on Facebook and Twitter, all that other kind of stuff's all linked together, so I'm sure you'll discover it all. All right. So David, what you got going on? Uh well, I haven't got much, but uh, you know, I appreciate being brought on. And uh if you wanna like my station's page, fill in the void radio network, uh on Facebook, like that. Uh, we got Sportsaholics Anonymous and my show, Open Mike Wrestling Night, uh, on the station right now. And, uh, you know, who knows? Things will be uh, – they might be picking up. Who knows? But uh, then I'm also a referee for a professional wrestling company called uh, American Championship Entertainment. Uh, you can check out Ace Pro Wrestling on Facebook to check out uh, upcoming shows. I believe the next one is May – Hold on, wait, I gotta remember. May 10th at 67 Hathaway Street in Wallington, New Jersey. Uh, that is the next event for American Championship Entertainment, and I am the only good looking referee on their roster, so you'll definitely know uh, which one I am. So, But I appreciate you having me on and uh, giving me the time. Can't be any worse than me as a referee. I used to fucking wear jeans, and the fans just used to go, Jeans! Oh, I had a, I had a I had a mustache. So everybody was calling me either stash or pedophile. So I think you have I think I have you beat just by a little bit. All right. It's okay. Steve calls my dad a porn his my dad's mustache a porn stash. So uh, Sean, what you got going on? Not a lot, not a lot. I had to change my YouTube name because some wankers took my YouTube name. So I'm no longer just Sean. It's Happy Pope Gaming Productions. So search for me on that. And um, yeah, follow me on the Twitter as SeanC2K37 and add me as a friend on Xbox Live if you guys have got Xbox Live at SeanC1989. I would do my traditional, my traditional uh, jokes, how I would leave, but I can't because it would be inappropriate. Shit. Inappropriate? Everything I say is inappropriate. Um, all right. We just are inappropriate. Pretty much. So you can catch from me, UDMMA, that's Unanimous Decision MMA, uh, UDMMA.com, Twitter.com slash UDMMA, Facebook.com slash UDMMA to get all your mixed martial arts coverage. Uh, UFC 172 was an awesome show, and uh, we do live by... Um, fight by uh, round by round coverage on all the fights so make sure you check out the website and give us a like and a follow also um, if you want to continue checking out Addicted to Anime uh, you can check us out on addictedanimefans.tumblr.com facebook.com slash addictedanimefans and of course you can always come to Mega Powers Radio and find us doing our monthly show uh, next month we're going to be covering an anime called Tenjo Tenge um, it's a bit of a short series so it's an easy watch and um it's 
all pretty much big tits and fighting, so it's a fun series. Uh, so. <laughs> I really enjoyed it more than I thought I would. So it's got, <laughs> It was great. <laughs> it's got a bit more depth than that, but that's pretty much the bulk of what the series is. So it's like Bleach, but without the swords. Pretty no, there's much. swords, aren't Steve there? Griffith says he's in for big tits and fighting. I mean, why not? So with that, make sure you check out uh, Pastel Burn Burn. They're always supporting us and giving us a share on their various avenues. You can get all your like cutesy uh, anime-related gifts there, so make sure you check them out. So until then, from me, Stephen Wago, John Wago, Tony Mango, Sean Walker, and David Costado, and that is how I pronounce your last name, correct? Yes. All right. Until then, we'll catch you later. Oh,